Well, thank you for joining me for another Worship in the Word devotional. Today's reading is Revelation chapters 9 through 12. Our time together is going to be spent in chapter 12, verses 10 and 11. Let's read it together. And I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, Now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brothers has been thrown down, who accuses them day and night before our God. And they have conquered him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, for they loved not their lives, even unto death. There are many, many different takes on how to interpret the book of Revelation, and even further debate between interpretation of all the symbolism within the book. And the context of our passage is certainly no different, as some interpret the events as having already happened, and some interpret them as future events. But but our focus in Revelation won't be to interpret these signs and symbols or predict when it'll all happen, or to even try and guess who the Antichrist is, but rather to see how even this book that's full of end-time destruction prophecy, even this book exalts Christ as most glorious above all. As you read all of chapter 12, you get this image of this intense battle taking place in heaven where Satan and his angels are fighting against Michael and the angels of heaven. But Satan, of course, is soundly defeated and he is cast out of heaven. And that is where our devotional reading picks up with the celebratory announcement of victory by God and his Christ. This voice in heaven announces that the accuser who accuses the brethren night and day in the presence of God has been thrown out. We're told that they, the brethren, have conquered this accuser by the blood of the Lamb. Can you think of a less frightening animal than a lamb? Can you think of a seemingly less effective weapon of modern warfare than the blood of a gentle animal? Yet this is how we conquer this great dragon that has seven heads and ten horns. This is how we conquer the accuser. You see, the adversary's two main strategies are to kill and to accuse people of unrepentant sin leading to their damnation. But because of the work of Christ on the cross in standing in our place as a propitiation for our sins, he no longer has anything to accuse us of. Our sins died with Christ on that cross. And as he was resurrected, we too are resurrected from our grave of depravity. Even the sting of death is gone now. And those of us who are in Christ proclaim right alongside the Apostle Paul that to live is Christ and to die is gain. Death only brings us closer to the Savior who bore our sins that we may be clothed in righteousness. Thus, 
We overcome the evil one, not by working our hardest, not by strict moralism or self-righteousness, but by being cleansed by the precious blood of the Lamb and testifying to the powerful working of the one true gospel of Jesus Christ. To quote Martin Luther, So when the devil throws your sins in your face and declares that you deserve death and hell, tell him this, I admit that I deserve death and hell. What of it? For I know one who suffered and made satisfaction on my behalf. His name is Jesus Christ, Son of God. And where he is, there I shall be also. Brothers and sisters, worship God today. Because through him, we have the victory. Let's pray. O oh Lord. We thank you, Lord, for your overwhelming victory over the evil one. We thank you for your overwhelming victory over our sin. Lord, we thank you for making us born again to a living and abiding hope through Jesus Christ. Lord, I pray that today as the enemy's accusations uh, rise up against us, Lord, that we wouldn't meet to fight that battle on our own ground or our own uh, morality, but instead by pleading the blood of Jesus Christ and the saving gospel of Christ. We pray this in the name of Jesus.